I really hope you enjoyed my LinkedIn article. And this is the song I was referring to in the podcast that you're going to hear. And this is what sent me to the first conference in 2013 at the JW Marriott. I can't believe I found it. Wow. Listen to those whispers. I'm telling you. Hello, and thank you for joining my podcast. It's just me today. So I wrote a, I was going to say blog on LinkedIn. They refer to it as an article. So I will call it an article, but it is on LinkedIn. And it's called, I drove home from JW Marriott and quit my job seven years ago. So as I was writing, you know, I don't even know what the limit is, quite honestly, to write on LinkedIn. But I feel like it was just going on and on. There's like a story to a story to a story to a story. But this story, I feel like I need to elaborate on and I need to share more about it because I also went through um, the recording of my book to see if I actually gave the extended version of this little story on my podcast reading of the book, The Broken Road to Mental Health, but I did not. So let me tell you now, because it really is, it's too good not to include. And um, if you did read the article, here is the continuation of uh, everything is meant to be. So if you are listening to the whispers, as I mentioned in the article, and as I mentioned all the time, my company name is the Dr. Whisperer. So obviously I'm very interested in whispers. You'll be placed where you are intended. So here is the extended version of what I was trying to get across to you in this article. So that said, I think you should go to my LinkedIn page and read this article so you know what the heck I'm talking about. Um, And my LinkedIn page, everything goes under my name, Sharon Feckety. So I was running this medical practice. My last job, uh, it was about eight years ago, and I had just gotten back from a trip to Ireland with my girlfriend, Cassie. And we had the time of our lives. She was turning 40. I had recently turned 40. And we were doing 40-something kind of things, like going to Ireland, just two girls. And um, had a blast. Came back. And so I'm married, uh, what was I married, like two years at the time, I guess. And the trip before Ireland was a short weekend trip to New York. I'm very blessed because my husband is as independent as I am. And if we want to go places separately, we are okay with that. We prefer to be together. But when life calls for a separation, we we definitely, um, we don't miss out on much because life is short. Okay. So what happened was I got back to work and I was very, very into social media, even when, well, when it first came out, right? So this is uh, eight, nine years ago, whatever it was, I was on Facebook marketing the practice that I was in. I was very active on their social, which really was only Facebook at the time. 
I mean, other platforms existed, but this is where everybody was. It's not that way anymore, as we all know. As I hold a podcast app in my hand and I'm recording this. Um, So what happened was I got back from these two trips. I'm marketing my practice on Facebook and I'm running across this feed, this, uh, you know, an ad that, of course, is coming to my feed even back then with the algorithms, you know, whatever you put in to that little Google search bar of yours or your social networks, you're going to get pushed content out from people trying to sell you something. So I was being sold to this, uh, I don't know, it was called Mega Partnering Conference in Orlando at the JW Marriott. And there was a list of all of these people that were going to be in attendance, like Jack Welch and Randy Zuckerberg and Mark Norcross and Hugh Hilton, Nito Quabine. I never know if I'm saying his name right, but he is amazing. He's like the Dalai Lama of business. He's the president of um, High Point University. There was a um, Jorge Valdez, okay, if you don't know who he is. He's pretty much um, a, a, a turned-around evangelist, but he was not a very good boy back in the day. And Michael Drew, who I didn't know at the time, and you might not know now, but he has 70 uh, New York Times bestsellers. Okay, so he's somebody you should check out. Um, anyway, I I see that. I can't help myself, right? I click on it. I don't click on ads anymore. I now click out and Google like most of us do. And for some reason, we think that we're still not going to get followed. It's pretty funny. So I digress. Anyway, I decide to check this thing out. And I can't believe the people on the list, especially Randy Zuckerberg. I was really focused on that one because I'm like, the sister of the dude who invented this platform has got to be a baller. And when I looked her up, I I realized that she had been responsible for Barack Obama's first town hall and, you know, just done so many things. And I was very intrigued and couldn't stop thinking about this conference, knowing good and well, I shouldn't, as a wife and a stepmom, go on yet another trip. But they had a contest, okay? They had a contest and you had a right why you should be considered for a free entry into this conference. So write your business idea. Okay. So it's amazing how many things evolve in business. That's why I always talk about evolving in business. It will change no matter what you think it is in the beginning. It will change as you change. So I really did think that I was going to be modern family coach. Like I was just going to be the person who took all of the broken families, divorced, not married yet, whatever, that had um, bonus children in their lives. I thought that was going to be me. I thought I was going to be the modern family coach for life. And that's what I went as. So I wrote this great article. It must have been great because I won an entry into this event. So I'm like, ugh. okay, I won, which is great because... Like, I didn't have the money after these two trips to go. I mean, it was not a good time for me to leave again. It was just a weekend trip, and it's only an hour and a half away from where I live. But I really shouldn't go. 
but I couldn't help myself. I started looking into it even more. So I looked at the JW Marriott because although I won entry into this conference filled with these moguls and billionaires that were coming in on private jets, I (laughs) could not afford to stay at the JW Marriott. So what did I do? I went on their website. I started checking out what the prices were going to be. So now, while I'm recording this podcast, I am going to look up and see if I could play for you the song that occurred when I went on the website. Rachel Yaga Mata. And what song was it? Well, I will just speak to you about who she is while I look for this song. And um, I'm very happy to report that I don't, I don't remember what the name of the song is because it was me and my ex-boyfriend. So if you read my book, The Broken Road to Mental Health and Life and in Business, you will know that I, there's a, a chapter called My Boyfriend Has a Girlfriend, okay? So this boyfriend that had a girlfriend, our song was by Rachel Yamagata. Okay, so I'm going to play this song and see if this is the one, in fact. And um, if it's not, that's okay, right? So <laughs> this is not it. Now, let's try it again. Who cares? You're staying with me? You're obviously listening to the podcast, so you have some kind of interest in hearing this story. I think it might be this one. Oh, my goodness. I haven't listened to this in so long. Ugh. This isn't it. But her whole CD, okay? Nobody in the world has heard of this woman. Hear it? That's what I thought. All right, that's it. I'm not going to torture you with any more of that. But I am going to include the actual song it was in my intro to this podcast. Okay, just just bear with me, okay? We're 10 minutes in. And I'm going to wrap this up quickly as not to torture you with all of my sidebars. But here we are again. Me telling you this story about the song is so important because I go on this website of the JW Marriott. I can't afford to go. And it has this really like lavish video of a man and a woman coming down the stairs that I actually have pictured in the video. I mean, in the picture of the blog that I wrote to you because I I had to take this picture because this was exactly what I saw on the website of the JW Marriott. But it was a man and a woman coming down opposite sides of this gorgeous staircase. And then they meet a child in the middle. And in my head, I'm like, oh my God, that's like me, and Rob and Cooper. But why is this song being played? Nobody in the world has heard of Rachel Yamagata. Or if you have, you're one of few. But she's very good. She's very talented. And it was, she was our singer. We loved her. We listened to her all the time, every day. I played her for my friends, anybody that would listen. 
So, you know, I'm on this website. I see this video. I'm hearing this song. Now, rewind a bit here, guys, in case you didn't read the book, which whatever. Are you really a fan of mine if you haven't read the book? Not really. So I, um, Kevin, Kevin died. My ex-boyfriend that had a girlfriend died a few months prior to all of this happening of me watching this video, going to Ireland, coming back. And I didn't have any reaction to him dying. I mean, I thought it was sad. I, I mean, dude, of course. I mean, I'm not that cold. I thought it was sad, but I wasn't like broken up about it because I was over him. Obviously, I'm married and I have a beautiful relationship with my husband and a wonderful life today. So it just didn't affect me until I heard that song. Because the only thing that really I I didn't understand after we had ended this toxic relationship we were in. And I left my entire life in New York and I moved to Florida and I was alone for two years to figure out why I was, why I was welcoming in toxic people into my life. That's what I was trying to figure out. And I was not going to do that ever again, I promised myself. But I thought at the time that that only meant love relationships. And I definitely did not invite any other toxic relationships because the next one that I invited in became my husband. And if it doesn't mean that I didn't make mistakes in personal relationships and business relationships. But anyway, sidebar. How long are we in now? Let's see. 13 minutes. Okay. Wrap it up, Sharon. Yes, I talked to myself. What? You think there's something wrong with that? Okay. Anyway, what? You don't do it? So what happened next? Oh my goodness. Can you believe how much energy I have this early in the morning? It's like zero o'clock, but I just, I worked out at 5 a.m. <laughs> okay. And meditated, which is what everybody should do. I feel like, but who am I? Yeah, I'm digressing again. So I listened to this song. Oh, I was saying, why did it affect me so much? Because he, Kevin never said he was sorry. Kevin knew what he did to me. And a part of being a sober person in a 12-step recovery group, one of the steps is that we make amends, right? And then we continue. We continue along, no matter how long we're sober, because the smart man, Bill Wilson, who created this program, realized that even without a drink or without a drug or without whatever addiction you have, gambling, sex, whatever it is, you will make more mistakes. So he never said he was sorry. And I couldn't believe that. Like, it wasn't like I ever wanted him back, but he never apologized for what he had done because it was bad. It was, it was really bad. It, it created a lot of damage, not just with me and him, but friends that I had in New York and um, my relationship with my best friend, it was, he had me keeping secrets from everybody. It was bad. It was a pretty toxic time. And I was 10 years sober already, you know? So huh, we just hope to get better, right? Okay. So I hear the song and I start crying, like really, really sobbing in my office. 
and my boss walks in to my office, and we were very good friends at the time. It usually works out that way. Like when you decide to leave somewhere, you're no longer friends. <laughs> when you want to improve your life, somehow that doesn't always go well. But anyway, this isn't about him. This is about why I'm telling you the story about how vital it is of who you surround yourself with. So for whatever reason, I believed in that moment when I was crying and my boss walked in and he saw me so vulnerable and I said to him, I have to go to this conference. This is a sign. I don't know what this sign is, but I'm supposed to go there. Now, I did not know at the time that it was the reason that I was going to go and I was going to quit my job and I was going to start my own business. I didn't know. I just knew that the crane or the whisper was, was telling me I should go. And I listened and I believe to this day that the reason that I went and all of that was happening was Kevin's apology to me. I believe 100%. <laughs> it makes me cry every time I think about it, that he did say he was sorry. He's dead now, right? But I knew that that was a little message, just another one that I listened to. Because if I did not go, and if I didn't click on that website, and that video wasn't playing, and the staircase wasn't there, and the the song wasn't on, I would have never left that job. I would probably still be there. And now, here we are, almost seven years later, or however long it's been, because I have a horrible time with math and calculating time. But it's been at least six years or seven. And I am so grateful that I listen to those whispers and that I know that I was sent to that conference to be around these people to inspire me and remind me of who I was and what I had overcome. And then if I could overcome almost dying multiple times, I was meant for more. So if you don't listen to those whispers and you surround yourself with toxic people, you will stay and you won't grow. And it's really, really hard. It's really, really hard. I put my my new favorite quote from um, Robin Sharma that wrote the book, The 5 a.m. Club, that I just recently finished. And that's why I'm getting up at 5 a.m., because I listen. It says, um, you can change the world or you can be liked by everyone. You don't get to do both. And I believe that. So I hope you enjoyed this extended uh, story, this extended version of my post on LinkedIn today. I, I hope you know that if you look at that picture, that that's the staircase that the video came from. I'm going to look up the video and see if it still exists out there. And I'm going to play that song. Well, you would have heard it already at the beginning of this podcast. And, um, you know, I just believe, I believe in all of that. And um, I don't doubt it, not one bit. And I hope that you know that it is not easy to walk away from people that maybe even brought you to the dance. Don't forget about them, but that doesn't mean you have to keep dancing with them. You can move on 
and you could do better. But your circle of influence is crucial. And I forgot for a little while, but I'm back. And I'm moving more towards my purpose every day. And I hope you are too. So thanks for joining me. And I kept it under 20 minutes. Yahoo! Bye. I do find it magical. Thanks for listening.